evening, guys. The time is now 6.53 p.m. And we are live for the first time. Kind of nervous, kind of excited at the same time. I'm not going to lie. You know, I'm kind of blunt. Got to put it, things on the table. So bear <laughs> with me, guys. Bear with me, guys. want to thank each and every single one of you for tuning in. We are thankful and appreciative of that. Um, heads up, we will be playing Uno. Yes, we did it first. So I don't want to see any other podcast or uh, YouTubers playing Uno. This is us. That's a fact. Yes. We different. Once I learn <laughs> how to really play, I'm going to bust your ass. But, uh. oh. Yeah, right. Uh. <laughs> Unless you want to put money up, boy. Uh, broke for broke. We got it. All I got is my bus fare, bro. Yeah. <laughs> But before we dissect and go to our topic, um, retail therapy, let us all introduce ourselves and just give you a little bit of what we do, just in case you didn't check out the intro. So first and foremost, I'll start off. My name is La Day. My name is Desmond Bonet. No, I'm not French. My name is Drew, and I just met these guys. <laughs> <laughs> and you are officially listening to R. You. Listening. Radio. radio. Yes, yes, oh, yes. Oh, man, that felt good. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we work the same job. Um, I particular do security. People look at me as the head of security, but that's not my name or my title. I just do security. Definitely all the head of security. But, um, yeah, we basically do the same thing. I work security at the job. Well, I'm looked at as my fault. I'm uh, looked at as the, I guess the 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 mean security. Uh, he's looked at as pops. That's how we. <laughs> <do that. laughs> uh, quite frank, he just looked at as pops. So we look up. We look. We look up to him. It's more of like a, <laughs> a admiration kind of thing, you know. Appreciate it, man. Uh, yeah. I guess um, I'm the I'm a co-check lead, the dancing co-check lead. Because you know, that's all I do at my job So I can stay alive <laughs> And not bored <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes He's one of the heads of um, Co-Check Which is really looked at as a um, Daycare service In a sense, in a sense I was trying Definitely. to think of another word But yeah So to give um, more of a synopsis of this um, topic or episode, we're going to talk about retail therapy. And I know when you look at retail therapy, you look at it as buying something to comfort, you know, the way you're feeling. And that feeling could be anxiety, depressed, et cetera, et cetera. But we want to cater this episode to the nine to fivers who work in retail every single day and they deal with a certain amount of stress. We hope that you can relate to some of our issues and some of our questions. You know, um, we all thought in our robbery to have a list of bullet points, but also we have some questions that we're gonna ask each other, you know, and hopefully you can relate. So before starting, we have a little bit of things that we're gonna talk about, um, and then we'll get into the questions. Um, the bullet points are personal <laughs> hygiene, how to separate yourself from your job, Slash your purpose. How do you deal with disrespectful customers? Ways to release stress, anxiety, etc. How do you stay motivated? And how do you deal with certain coworkers? Now, the questions that we're going to talk about may intertwine with some of these bullet points. So rather than going over these bullet points, we're just going to dissect in these questions. And Drew said he wants to start it off, so I'll leave it to Drew. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Um, let me just get my questions out. But are you going to deal those cards? 
So let's get it, man. Yeah, let's get it, bro. Like, like what are you wasting time for? Shuffle, shuffle, you know. That was your water. Let me go sip it up, man. Yeah, no problem. I got you, man. Neighborhood. But since we're going <laughs> to. <laughs> insider, insider. Oh, God. Um, since you're going to start dealing those cards, um, maybe I should just start it off with this one question for the both of y'all. Um, has being a security taught you anything about yourselves when y'all work there? Or um, work at our job, like something different. For me, I'll just jump in and answer the question. Um, doing security, and I know a lot of people have been wondering about security. No, it's not my first security job. I've done security for my church for numerous years, and mm-hmm. we've done security for public figures, celebrities, um, the pastor, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. However, this job has made me more alert. So even when I leave the job, I'm actually still doing security subconsciously, and I'm more aware of my surroundings, which is a plus for me. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things that the job has taught me. Okay. What about you over there? Um, I'll agree with that, but I would kind of say when it comes to a lot of just said, me growing up in my environment kind of made me that way. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't necessarily say I've learned anything from security, but I've learned how to put the way, for lack of a better term, just the way that I move on a daily basis, I'm able to apply that to security, and it kind of works in my favor. So if that makes sense. No, that makes perfect sense. I'm glad for sharing. Thank you for sharing, bro. You already know, man. All right. Anyone else got a question, or are you going to throw some cards? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I got I got a go one if y'all want me to go. Yeah, you could go. Go on, um, go and play. Go and play, bro. Yo, I dealt you first, so you can take the next. Oh, question oh, y'all, y'all supposed to be teaching me too, son. I only I played it like how one you, time, like five how years you ago. Not know, bro. Oh, listen, man. listen, play some real I'm, good I'm games so, then. So <laughs> <laughs> what was you doing during your childhood? You know, your childhood memory? Question mark. <laughs> hey, man, I'm old, bro. This this wasn't even out in my childhood. I was already a grown up. All right. Oh, all right. Okay. So um, Uno goes, and everybody has different rules. So don't nitpick us. You got to match the color or the number. Either or. Either or. Oh, so I got this. We ain't got to explain, man. We oh, here, man. All right. Oh, right now right, he want right. to win. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do. Um, but all right. My question is, I was gonna lead us to close, but I feel like this is a, a great question for both of you guys. Do you believe that even though our jobs are beyond stressful at times? If not one of the best, are you guys the best at what you do? Mm. Um, as far as the job security or just being there in the the, like the, our the position. Um, for me personally, um, every day as um, I explain to my other coworkers, um, whenever you're ready, does, but um, <laughs> I try to have high energy. I try to make sure. What that happens if you don't, you don't got none of that? You, you draw, just, or you or, oh. or you pick up. Yeah, I need it. Um, I try to make sure my energy is high. Um, it's a seven out of ten on most. Oh, I, I don't last, so you'll go. Are we stacking? Oh, uh, uh, if you want to. Say that. Um, <laughs> so I try to keep high energy most of the time while I'm there. Um, repeat the question again. I want to make sure I'm answering right. Do you believe that even though your job or your position is beyond stressful, if 
not the best are you the best at all right are you one of the best at what you do um so like i said i try to make sure my energy is right and hold on i didn't go bro (laughs) (laughs) go ahead (laughs) i try to make sure my energy is right and i also can't be the best that i want to be because the job hasn't implemented certain things for security so i could be my best at the job so that's a fact that's a fact um how do you feel about that as well um i would say um just pick it back on your on your answer i feel like we like when we first open the doors the customer sees you and after they see you they see me and I think it's a lot more stressful for me because at the end of the day, I'm dealing with people that got, quote unquote, a lot of money in their stuff. And they look at me in a specific way. They don't know if they should trust me or am I that type of person or that I have that um, type of characteristic. One of the things I would say is that I put on a persona so that way they have no fear of coming into these stores because at the end of the day, more of the responsibility is on my back watching their stuff and making sure that my coworkers show respect to those customers and to our employees because at the end of the day right right we as you guys as security and me as a co-check lead we set the tone the moment people come inside because if we don't set the tone right then everyone can have a stressful day you know what i'm saying so i think i'm i do my best as um in the position that i am though it can be a very stressful time in our days whenever Mm -hmm. we're not in the mood or like we had like for me um a special someone passed away like that was very difficult but at the end of the day i had to put my rest in peace yes rest in peace um i had to put my um my frustration my sadness on hold and because I realized that she, if she was looking down at me right now and I took a few days off, she'd be pissed off and kicked my behind. All right. And I don't need that because I need to sit down. So, <laughs> 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 and at the other day, we got to make this money. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, but fact. I just do my best to make sure that everyone feels comfortable. All right. All right. Um, that drew us your goal. Wait, hold on, hold on. I know the question was for y'all, but can I also answer my own question? Yeah, bro. Yeah, it's yeah, your question. Course, yeah, of course. I just, I just want a small second to talk my shit. Okay. I'm the best <laughs> at what I do. Go ahead. Say I'm that. the, I'm one of the best at what I do. I'm not sure what was going on um, before I got there. I know Lade was holding it down, but I personally just feel like I'm the reason why a lot of what the fuck, bro. I'm the reason why a lot of shit got stepped up. So. I just wanted to talk my shit real quick. I'm definitely the best at what I do. But security is not, you know, the life goal. There are other things coming, other things he's working on, something we're doing exactly right now, which you're tuned into. So, yeah. All right. I like that answer. Shows a lot of confidence. Shows a lot of um, initiative. Shows a lot of ambition. Um, Drew, I'm going to piggyback on what you said because I have a question. Yes. And I like what you just said. Okay. And my question is... Uh, what is one of the most stressful situations you have countered at work and how did you overcome and or get through it? Now, I don't know what you just said was one of the most stressful situations, excuse me, that you've been through, but you can piggyback or add to it. Whose goal was it? Um, I picked up, I mean, I put the five down, so it's your go. 
Uh, yeah, so um, I would say that that was one of my most stressful days um, at the job. But another one was when. Um, sorry, does. Sorry, Lade. Um, <laughs> Karma. <laughs> Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll take that. Um, and then Uno. So I'm just a god in Uno. Reverse. So, so he just got intense. Yeah, Sorry. OD. Uno out. Uno. Now, you can't win on those. Yeah, I can. How? What you mean? It's, it's a wild. You don't win on wilds, bro. I was just about to ask, what the hell does a wild do? Changes colors. Push you out. It changes colors. I'm out. Like, I won. You just cheated, bro? No. The viewers saw it. <laughs> the viewers saw it. Yeah. All right. Let's so. go again, son. That was trash. All right. So I'll shuffle again. But um, th- that was one of my stressful days, to say the least. But um, uh, I can't even remember a very stressful time. Or actually, when the AC broke down. Um, That's every day. I ain't even know the AC was. Nah, working. the first time I first worked at, um, I say it the first time at the job, at a specific location. Like we had a line towards Starbucks one time, and it was calm and collective until like you heard the AC go off. All right. And no lie, I literally felt like I lost ten pounds because it was so hot. I felt like I came out of a sauna with all the body heat. Like, should do be hot as hell. And you have customers <clears throat> coming in, like, "What happened to the AC?" Yelling at us as if we know what happened. And all right. More or less, we're more. We like. We don't even know what's going on. Like, so I, I would say that was the most stressful time. You want to cut? Um, try. How did you? How did you overcome it? How did you get through it? Drink a lot of water. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, um, I put I put a lot of my um, thoughts into like just finish today. Don't worry about it. Um, Tomorrow is a different day. Don't even stress over if the AC wasn't working. Um, just gotta keep pushing. And that's the mentality I keep using every day. I feels you. I feels you. Um, how about you, Des? Any stressful situation? How did um, you overcome and get through it? Right now, two come to mind. Um, I'm not going to go too deep into the first one. Long story short, I got blamed for something that I really had no parts of. But because I'm security, I had to take the fall for it. That was super stressful only for the fact that I just felt like um, certain things was done super un- unprofessionally. Um, the way I dealt with that was just kind of just speaking my mind and right. kind of addressing the situation before you know it got further than than what it was because the, the shit went super far. So that's the way I dealt with that situation. Um, I don't have another like pinpointed situation, but just in general, I want to say what's super stressful is specifically when it comes to security, we have no guidelines. At all So it's super stressful When we encounter something And you kind of just Gotta go of instinct You kind of just 
create your own rules right there in that moment. There's nothing to go by. Like there's no guideline. There's no um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, protocols. There's no protocol. Like right. none of that. Gotcha. So whenever we encounter something, it's just it's nobody to go to because they're gonna tell you. Uh, I don't know what they usually do. Yeah. You feel me? So yeah, and dealing with that, like. Like it just got to up. the point to where it's like, listen, I know for a fact now there's nobody to go to, so I'm going to be my own boss right now, and I'm just going to do what I feel is right. Got That's basically own, it. Your own CEO. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty Definitely. Much. Are you listening? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so one of the most stressful times at my job is when and we had an incident that happened where a customer lost a large amount of money and it was at a very busy sale oh how anything about that that was a stressful fucking day yeah the line was stressed wrapped down the block there was a two and a half to three hour wait and it rained that week um that was a stressful situation because the cops got involved and took all my information yeah and we almost um we almost got questioned. Luckily, well, not luckily, at the another location, there was somebody stealing, so I had to go handle that situation. And it was just a lot going on that whole week, and that whole week, you know, I'm just staring at my ceiling, just trying to get rid of any, you know, anxiety or depression that I felt through that day. You had to deal with the other place? Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Cause and it's crazy because he was my fault. He was with me. Wait, wait, wait. So let me get this straight. I didn't, I wasn't, I heard about it, but I didn't really know about it. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. So whatever happened at that one spot, yeah. y'all de- both dealt with. Yeah. But then there was another one that happened and both of y'all had to go to respond on that? Well, um, they they needed him at the other spot because something was going on. So I was left by myself. And I want to say maybe 30 minutes after, everybody's running back to where I'm at. That's when I see Lade running. And I'm not going to say his name, but when I seen a certain other person running, like I knew it was serious because I never see this dude run. Like he's way too big to just be running. <laughs> <laughs> That came left field. <laughs> Timber. <laughs> no offense, but yeah, like it was it was just crazy, bro. Like it was it was crazy. I definitely forgot about that week. That yeah. was definitely the well, most stressful well, week. I can ever. say yeah. I'm very sorry to hear that because <clears throat> no, I heard shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> nah, because I heard about it, but they didn't like give me full detail, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. but at that time I wasn't a lead. So. It was um it was a sensitive situation. It was a sensitive situation because a lot of people wanted to believe that the thing didn't happen. So, what y'all just do? It's a rule. So, you got to switch hands with someone. So, he chose me, of All course. Right, so, the, so, the one that says, wow, you just changed the colors? Yeah, I didn't change the colors yet, but I just swapped hands with Drew. So, now I have to change the oh, colors. Oh, so you could swap and change colors with that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, unless you have that... I know everybody tuning in like this nigga don't know how to play Uno. No, I don't. Clearly. (laughs) (laughs) But we all love you, Daz. You know that, man. The color's red, so you can play and continue from what you left off. Really? Um, Oh, damn well, you ain't got no red. (laughs) You had no red card. Oh, man. 
though. Was, yeah, yeah, keep going. Oh, no, 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 I was done. Oh, oh you was done. Yeah, oh, oh, that's what I was saying. It was sensitive because let me talk about me. Me personally, I believe that the person didn't do it, mm-hmm. and I went hard, like when it when it came to defending that person. Mm-hmm. So what made it even more stressful was when we found out that it, it really, really it happen. really did yeah, happen. It really so did happen. It, it just became touchy after a while, like. Right. It yeah. was crazy, bro. When I when I tell you, like, it was probably the first week that every time I went home, just laid down and just stared up, and then even realized like I, I would pass and I'm still laying here in my clothes, like just staring up. That's how exhausted. Yeah, it was. should left yeah, us. We had all higher ups asking us questions if we knew, et cetera, et cetera. I thought it was over until like five months later, the owner of the company asked me. You know questions about it and in my head i thought we were past it you know and it was just like yeah, that's crazy yeah it was like y'all was right. on some law and order joint right there who's, huh? who's go? uh your go your go uh, yeah. since he wants to swap hands yeah the color's red, color's red. yeah gotcha. all right um so let's continue what's that thing you said stack stack so basically if you have like mm, the same number but they're in different colors or like if you have like, like the I don't same know, color you can't do the same. I mean, color, same different a different color, same numbers, different color. Like if you had like a blue five, so, so and you, you can't had like do like the same color, different numbers. Basically, what you're saying. No, you can't do that. No. All right, cool. Yeah. Um. So I guess I'll go with my question. Um. This is for some people. I don't know if they know. Um. How do you get your license in, as a security guard, and is it challenging? Um, I don't know, man, because I don't know the process. Super easy. Yeah, super easy, super easy. Um, My uncle had a security company, so that kind of helped me out a lot. You know, ease through the cracks. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, he knew what he was Uh, doing with these cards. (laughs) uh, He's the one that dealt them. Pretty much. Um, So it's a simple process. You got to take a class, you know, get certified, Mm -hmm. and then you have to pay a fee. And then you get your license, you know. So it's just like driving. You go for yeah. your driving class. It's kind of the same thing. Same Super format. simple. Yeah. yeah. They ask you like, uh, um, on a multiple choice. They have a easy, a easy question like, while you're on duty, what color socks should you wear? Red, white, blue, black. Like that's those are the type of questions that's uh, like real easy. Yeah. I was about to say what you was really going to answer. What color, uh, what color socks you got to wear? Yeah, just. <laughs> but um, yeah. Imago. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then, um, which we which we try to implement in our company, uh, which um, they have codes. You have codes just to protect the coworkers, you know, the managers, security, et cetera, um, that you're supposed to go by, um, things you're supposed to implement. That um, So they don't have, like, um, sorry to cut you off. They don't have, like, um, like, scenarios or, like, things that, like, if you, like, they pick someone from the class to like demonstrate on mm. what certain things should do where, if the situation was like in a going south. Where where I personally went, mm-hmm. no. And okay. the footage that they showed us is like 1980s type security where it's just white dudes and basically a cop uniform and they got the um knife stick and then walking around with flashlights. Like uh-huh. nothing I don't know about now But at the time Like nothing was really updated They just kind of give you Like the very very small Basis of What security is Right And a lot of the times Those classes are built For like um, Getting you prepared For residential 
it don't really prepare you for like retail, retail or construction yeah. like all of the videos are just based on what you do when you're working at a residential spot yeah so if any security um men or female or, yeah it's your go right. uh looking at this we understand your pain we understand your struggle we understand the things that you might go through and deal with right i gotta put i think you make a rule with that no um i'm not 100 percent sure with that <coughs> um i think you do make a rule you can change the color and you have to make a rule so if someone breaks that rule we gotta draw a card or two or three an example like what you mean so what? like say for instance during this broadcast you can't say nigga if you say it bro i'm gonna lose that just keep it we'll keep it simple we'll keep it simple Good we'll keep example. it simple back to the broadcast all right whoever lose this hand gotta do um 10 push-ups on the podcast on the podcast yes sir damn oh all right so that means the the people the, the, the so two, people both, who so the two that lose all right gotta do push-ups all right. all right what's the color um i said uh red i can see your hand we can't do third place no. First one who win and the two got to uh, uh, No, it's all right, cool. No. It's first just it's just one. one. Just right, one so winner. I'm going to make sure both of y'all get a good workout in. All right. Um, my question would be since we are all throwing out questions would be um what's your daily mantra? Like what do you do in the morning when you first wake up to help you get through the day and kind of aligns you with having a good day? I know for me, um, my daily mantra is praying. Mm. I know for me personally, that helps me get through <coughs> um, the day. And also just just telling myself that I'm a God. Um, I think Kanye kind of um, inspired me when doing that, um, when, when hearing that, excuse me, saying that he's a God and his explanation of why he's a God, that kind of... Um, hit me home when I first heard that interview a couple of years back. I think it's three or four years back, if I'm not mistaken. But um, it's a confidence booster. You it's know? Marvel. Um, you looking in the mirror and telling yourself that you are God. And I try to implement that with everybody else at my job so they know how to carry themselves and that can able to help them when they're going through a, stuff, a stressful situation, knowing that they're, they're guys and they're thinking themselves highly. You know, when you think about yourself being as a god and somebody comes to you with attitude or annoyed or their kind of energy in a sense, you know not to take on their energy or take on things that they're going through because it's like, I'm a god. You know, I'm not going to respond to that. And not saying, you know, any of that in a cocky or conceited way mm -hmm. just holding yourself to a, a higher a higher state of mind you know gotcha so that's my mantra so my question to you guys is what is your daily mantra what do you do to help you in the morning or do every day to help you you know <coughs> put yourself in a good mood i feel like my answer gonna be generic as far as like dark starting the day off um <clears throat> i still consider myself a new smoker so like when I wake up, you got you could laugh. When I wake up, like after I shower, brush my teeth, and all that, I take like three, four pulls just to calm myself. And honestly, I just turn on music. All right. I don't. There's nothing I really say. Um, 
not to say this in a negative way because I don't want it to come off like that, but I'm not super familiar with consistently praying, which mm-hmm. is something that I'm trying to work on now. So I don't do that every morning, but music and just, for lack of a better term, and for me just not, you know, saying I'm high, I guess just, you know, kind of elevating myself, put myself in a certain mood. Um, And music just always been like that for me as well. All right. Is there any one artist or particular song right now currently that right now, um, getting you through the day? Or? Oh, Mustard featuring Roddy Rich balling. All right, all right. That's put that song on. Whatever bad <laughs> mood I'm in, it's gone. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I know everybody got their favorite song or go to <clears throat> that they listen to. For me, it's anything Nipsey Hustle, you know. And I've been listening to him way before he passed. Rest in peace. Um, my condolences go out to Laura London and the family neighborhood. Yeah, and you know, since I learned about him, he's just been inspiring me to just be, be, be more dedicated. Mm. You know, I hate to sound cliche because that's one of the titles of um, his song, but dedication, you know, um, kind of like what Eric Thomas always preaches, how bad do you want it? You know, that, that kind of helps me get through the day in a sense. Drew, any song that you do listen to since you're always dancing at work and stuff? <laughs> I know you've got a couple of songs that you know that you love. Um, I would say... Shout outs to um, J. Cole, um, Red Storm. Uh, I listen to For Your Eyes Only. That's my mm. Um Yeah, there you go. Reason being is because, like, um, I don't know what today brings, so I got to make the best of it regardless. Um, I think in his song, he, like, he talks about, like, karma um, is catching up to him, but he doesn't want that to stop the future which is the next generation um i think that just wakes me up every time i hear him or i listen to kod the entire album because it like gets me thinking because like if someone's going through a if i'm going through a bad day someone's going through a worse day you know what i'm saying so i can't just put myself first i gotta put others before me in time during the time but um that Shout out to Travis Scott, um, Astro World, and a little bit of R and B. You know, some slow jams, calm the mind, calm the soul, yeah. and you know, not that new generation R and B, that old school. I'm talking about the Isley Brothers. You know what I'm saying? All right. Uh, I listen to Marvin Gaye. Mm. Um, what's what's my man's name? Uh, a little bit of old school hip hop, Slick Rick. There you go, Grandpa. There you go. I just forgot my cane at home. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, like old school, a little bit of new school, but um, mainly J. Cole, Travis, and a lot of R&B back in the day. It it. calms the soul in my mind. Oh, cool, cool, cool. And a little bit of prayer. Not a little, but, you know, prayer. Kaylani featuring Todd Dolla Sign is a fire R&B record to listen to, bro. That's, that's definitely going on my playlist. You know, promise what I'm saying? You. <laughs> I promise you. Yeah. Um, you answered. Yeah, I answered it, Nipsey. I, I want to just interject, not to get off topic, but I want to interject with something, real quick. 
that list is not listen. real, bro. Just I'm, let it go. Listen, man, we still, let it go. We still let it go, bro. He needs still, retail therapy for that list. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> they should have a manager list too. Listen, listen, man. Yeah, shit, man. It don't, it don't matter if it's fake. It got a whole bunch of comments, a whole lot of views. The shave room posted, man. All right, so, so can you can you I go just, into I just want to say how. Shout out to the shade room. Excuse my language, how fucked up this list is. Um, <laughs> For the viewers who don't know what you're talking about, can you... All right. The shade room put up a post. Top 50 greatest rappers of all time. Now, usually people say, in no order in particular, this is just my favorite 50. Nah, they saying in order. So let me just read this real quick. I'm going to go from 1 to 50. Oh, boy. So you got Jay-Z, mm. Nas, mm. Joe Budden, Styles P, Black Thought, Fabulous, Jadakus, Biggie, um, Ghostface, Kendrick, Beans, Rakim, Pusha T, Redman, Pac, Scarface, Andre D. Thousand, Common, J. Cole, Lupe Fiasco, Royce, DMX, Drake, T.I., Raekwon, Twister, Method Man, Eminem, Prodigy, Most Def, Cool G, Rap, Big Boy, um, Jeezy, Snoop, Cam, Bun B, Lil Wayne, Killer Mike, Ice Cube, AZ, May, Stack Bundles, 8-Ball, what? Big Pun, The Game, LL Cool J, Rick Ross, 50 Cent, Busta Rhymes. You sound hurt. And the 50th one that I'm so tight about. How dare you disrespect this man? Lloyd Banks at number 50. He's shaking the table. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> they done got him upset now. Uh, Lloyd damn. Banks at number 50. Bro, now, listen. Before you even say anything, I don't know Banks personally, but I stay upset at Banks. He's way too talented to just not be putting music out. But number 50, he's he's top five hands down when it comes to bars. This list says greatest rappers of all time, not greatest songwriters of all time. So how dare you put Banks at 50? How was Twister before Eminem? Because he raps fast? Um, I saw that list. I actually sent it out to you guys. Um, <laughs> there's a lot that I could say about the list. Um, I'm not going to entertain it. Why Desmond um, Bonet on this list? That's crazy. Skirt! Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to entertain this list. Um, Who's go? Who put the green five down? I think I did. So it's your so turn. Desmond go. Yeah. Um, when I saw, I don't know, I'm just a big fan of mm. lyricism. So when I saw Most Def, Solo, I saw... Um, Sorry, my brother. I saw the game, who's actually lyrical, solo. Um, I saw MCs not even on the list. So again, so he has to pick up too. Thanks, Drew. I know. In the middle of my speech. My fault. Um, go ahead, Des. Um, let me see that list again real quick. I said I wasn't gonna dissect into it. Um, to have Lil Wayne solo. Um, I'm not gonna really dissect into it. I love Joe Buttons as an MC and him but being top three though. Lyricist, yeah, I have to disagree with that. With all due respect to you, Joe Buttons, I love you as an artist. And you know, even though you didn't get the recognition that I still feel that you deserve. That's but, a fact. But um, I, I think that whoever put this out put it out for attention and to get some reaction, which they got it. Yeah, which they got it. <clears throat> You know, um, yeah, to to have Coogee rap solo, to have Most Def solo, to have even Eminem solo, um, it's a disrespect to hip hop. 
itself. Yeah, it, it's itself, you know. Um, to have eight ball, I appreciate his, you know, um, I appreciate what he did for the culture, but to have him on the top 50 is disrespect. Um, yeah, so that's, that's just my stance on it. I'm not going to dissect any No disrespect, bro. So I just have one quick question. I'm surprised that no one said anything about Fab and Kendrick. Oh, they, yeah. they top five without a doubt. Yeah. But, or at least top ten. But Kendrick is below Fab. And there's no, like like we're saying out here, no disrespect to Fab or Kendrick or any of these artists that's on this list. We love y'all to death. I still listen to Fab. I don't care what anyone says. But some may point out. You would put Fab before, no. I mean, you would put Kendrick before Fab? Yes. I would never do that. Why not? How dare you disrespect that man? And this is what the debate always comes about when the top 50. And I think they also said it on the Joe Button podcast, too. Um, I could be Shout I could out. be wrong. But there needs to be a different kind of top greatest list. You know, are we talking about the 90s? Are we talking about now? Are we talking about underrated rappers? Because so many rappers fit under different categories. Exactly. And... I would definitely put Fabulous underneath the top five underrated rappers of all time. I also would put Jada Kiss under there. I would put Prodigy definitely. under there. Mm. I would put Stack Bundles, rest in peace. I'll, I'll put them I'll put, I'll put, I'll put, I'll put on there. I'll put Stacks. I don't know. Um, Prodigy. Eight, eight. I would put Prodigy on there just based about... If we talking Mob Deep, I could agree with you. What he did for the culture. Yes. I agree with that, but you and have to say Mob on, Deep. On, 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 on Queens. Well, we talking about rappers, we talking about groups, because that's two different subjects. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying, though. For yeah. me, personally, yeah. I don't think... This is going to sound so wrong. Y'all love Prodigy. Shout out to him, yeah. RP. I just never considered him like a great lyricist. When I look at this list, I, I think of lyricism. Yeah. They did amazing things for the culture, but if we talking about that, then it has to be Mob Deep. It can't be one. Well, that's well. Then the real question would be: How do you how do you categorize the greatest rapper? Do you do it by lyricism? Do you do it by sales? Do you do it by um, how many tracks they put out? What they did for the culture? And this could go on and on and on. I think there should be a criteria, either either a criteria or just separate list, like like favorite um like the top. Rappers, like you said, top rappers of the 90s, kind of separated, but then also top rappers, top songwriters, most influential groups, most influential artists. Yeah. Because not every top rapper has hits, and not every rapper with hits can really get on the mic and, you know, go ball for ball. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. All right, and I got a great so wait. So, what do you, what did you think that some of the artists um, did when they saw that list or they see uh, that list? What would be some retail therapy that they did when they saw the list and they were on the list or they weren't ranked mm-hmm. high enough? What are some of the things you think that they did to help themselves during this situation? I mean, just from looking at all the names on the list, all of these people done, all of these people done been in this game for years. So, 
If you're talking about this exact list, I I don't really I can't really think of anything that I would see them do besides just kind of chuckle at it. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, do you do you even think they care about? The I don't list? think they care at all, especially yeah. being that I, I ain't know. But apparently, it's a fake list. Like they, I they personally not think care. they yeah. just laughed at it, and then some and some probably would really think like, oh, really? And some will go straight to the booth and actually. Not just work on their crafts, but actually go a lot harder than what most people don't believe that they do. All right, all right, all right. And that's a just testimony to what we kind of do sometimes at work. When yeah. we go through a stressful situation, mm-hmm. we kind of just like laugh it off and keep it going. Know that, you know, we're above this or above <laughs> that situation. Mm-hmm. Which kind of still weighs into another question I have is... Um, what is the most important thing you learned this year at work? Mm. Gotta take that, Drew. I gotta think a little bit. It's my goal, or it's definitely your goal. Oh, sorry, guys. No, you good. Um, I learned not to take everything so serious. All right. See, um, what I mean by that, like certain situations when you shouldn't put or extend your energy to certain things that don't really need that sort of energy what's one example like um say for instance hold on can't do that no i saw you do it i thought i could do it because you're not me um no i'm just kidding so uh, <laughs> you <could> cheat? All <laughs> right, cool. ain't no one cheating bro what you mean you got another eight or you gonna pick up another green like for example um when a customer loses their ticket and they have a whole panic attack and they try to put their energy on you so you can react or something like that. Or when someone is refusing to check in their bag and we're trying to tell them exactly what policy is. And after the fact, like that um, person that gave you the most headache, they would um, end up leaving a dollar in the tip jar. And I'm just like, so I went through all of that for a dollar. <laughs> I'm not doing something strange for a piece of change, bro. Like, come on now. Like, <laughs> like let's let's be grown ups and like let's so actually good. talk this out. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I feel like there's certain situations that that a lot of our viewers or um, you guys have experienced that when a certain situation comes up. And you either a think about like should I put in this much energy, or just let it go on its own, like you know what I'm saying? Because that's that's one example for me. I would say. Yeah, it's it's, it's a lot to deal with. You know, you're dealing with multiple personalities. You're dealing with organization. You're dealing with he said she said. You're dealing with politics. It's a lot to deal with. So I definitely understand where you're coming from, Drew. I would say what I've learned, um, and it's actually what I'm learning in life as well. No matter how many better ways you present someone with, no matter how many um, better suggestions, and I'm using better just as a lack of a better term, but um, no matter how many times you come to the table with something that can possibly either make situations better or just make an environment better, if the person 
is not ready to see it from your perspective, that's kind of no point into constantly approaching them about it or just constantly trying to tackle whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. So I hear that. I don't want to put this on every job, but for this particular job, that's one thing that I learned. No matter how many great ideas I may have, yeah. <laughs> no matter how many suggestions I'll come with, if they don't see it, they don't see it. Mm. Uh-huh. There's, there's really like you can't, you can't really force no one to to do anything, even if you can prove that you know whatever you want them to do is gonna work. Mm. Yeah. No matter. How much research I do, no matter how big my presentation is, if they're not ready for it, they're not ready for it. So, you know, I just kind of chalk it up to. No, I, that's what I, happens I, when I, you I, work I, for someone else. I yeah. personally agree with that. Yeah, agree too. Thank you for it. That that's answer. why we gotta stick to this vision that we created for ourselves, and you know, keep doing what we're doing, man. I ain't oh. trying to work for somebody else my whole life. Feel me? <laughs> <laughs> Are y'all listening, viewers? <laughs> Trying to add my own staff. Yiddy. <laughs> Yiddy. <laughs> <You learn. laughs> Turn up. You got the nuts. <laughs> um, I guess my so turn to ask a question. Murphy laugh. Um, maybe this is reiterating or saying the same thing. Um, let me see. What are some of the benefits of being a security guard? Um, for the viewers watching every or listening, every time I pause, I'm always thinking about what I'm gonna say, making sure I say it in the right form or the right way that I have it in my head. It's good, right? Yes. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no, nah, you good. Um, go ahead, Thus. The best thing that, damn. Okay. Just me personally, bro. Go ahead. Like damn. Go ahead, Thus. So, the best thing for me is interacting with customers um i'm a people person i love to interact and smile and just to make everybody's experience not even customers but employees have a good time so you'll see me most of the time seven times out of ten cracking jokes and being sarcastic just having my own sense of humor making sure everybody has a good time so i think that's you know, um, the best thing for me, just making sure everybody is in a good mood. Cause the more people in a good mood, the more positive energy is spread out. The more their day is being um, blessed, that they could bless other people by having a good day. So that's what I try to do seven times out gotcha. of ten every single day. Okay. You picked up? Yeah, I already picked up mine too. My condolences. <laughs> Of course. Des, what about you? Before you... I hate you, bro. Reverse. That's what you say when you don't want to right? Push New card up, game. Push up, man. <laughs> push up. Um, I answered. Why are you showing us your last card, bro? Oh, I ain't win? No. no you got to put down I the card. I that's what happens. But, um, all right, cool. But I answered, though. <laughs> Yo, you're different. If this podcast has a long title, please forgive <laughs> us. Right. Please give title. us some ideas. Yeah. Um, no, nah, that that kind of threw me off. So I was after I do that, I could throw out another one. 
Yeah, huh? you already said it. You already said Uno. Yeah, but you can't yeah. go if it's his go. I reversed it. Back to him? Oh, it does get reversed back to him. Damn. We, he didn't say Uno out, though. I he said Uno, though. He said Uno, but not Uno out. He doesn't have to say Uno out. Wait, what? I don't play like that. Oh, my. All right. The hell is Uno yeah. out? Right. Anywho, let's Anyhow. get these push-ups in, man. Like, um, oh, we'll do it after. Yeah. 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 Nah, but I answered. This was the what you learned at the job, right? No, or what are some um, of the benefits of being, about, a security of being a security guard? And I just said, just making everybody happy. You know, I think that's the that's the ultimate benefit for me personally. Um, my benefit is a positive and a negative at the same time. The benefit is I can kind of relieve some of the sales associates from having from kind of relieve the sales associates from having to deal with rude or disrespectful customers by stepping in and handling it as a security guard just because I'm able to go to certain measures that they're not able to. Mm-hmm. So I would say that's the benefit of it. Okay. But it also comes out of the negative because a lot of those situations get get turned left and I deal with a lot of disrespect. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the times it's kind of hard to... So basically 50-50. Yeah, yeah, it's 50-50, but... That's the only thing I can think of right now. I would say that's the the best benefit. And it's not even a benefit for me. It's the benefit for the for whoever's not security. All right, all right, right. Yeah. Y'all get to kind of fall back and say, you know, security, can you deal with this? We can never do that. Right. Yeah. Even if we have to call a manager, like security is still dead with the managers dealing with the situation. Yeah. Um. Another benefit which I do not take for granted is that. Sometimes, you know, karma does work in our favor. Sometimes the love you put out is the love you get back. So certain customers, you know, who have grown with us since we've been there and taken a liking to us mm-hmm. will, you know, see us working hard and they'll bring us a beverage or two. Or sometimes they bring us snacks for us, yeah. you know, and that, that's another benefit, you know, because they didn't have cookies. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh man, this guy! And I was supposed to be the funny one, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they bring us these um, treats, you know, and we don't take them for granted, and we're thankful for that. So that's another benefit of right doing security. Um, are there any benefits from doing coat check or being head? You ain't gotta be on the floor. Let him answer, man. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk to him. He man. took my answer. Yeah. Um, not like um, though. You meet a lot of new people. I would say like a lot of. Um, I guess when it comes to like Kochek, I get to learn a lot of different strategies that most kids are, would use or um that I'm learning from. Nah, I'm just bushing. Um, I guess literally what Des said, just not be on the floor, not really have to deal with people like that um but i do have a greater responsibility to like you know just be there just in case if something does happen on the line because i work closely with you guys so it's like if one's getting hit with something i may get hit with their attitude towards what may have just happened and they may be like cursing us out and stuff like that um but i guess the benefit is that i'm well-rounded and connected to everything when it comes to um, working. Um, I, I do get to work on the floor when it's too, too busy. Or I am, like, in control of my own little section where I can get things done in a certain way that I know it 
it will work if if it worked in the morning it's going to work in the afternoon you know what i'm saying got it got it i just i i think like taking lead and like the responsibilities is um would be one of the benefits that helped me grow as a person that's and why like, you leave bro I know. I, I got the family out here supporting me back then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why. I, that's how I got that job. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you dig? Heard oh, you. <laughs> Listen to Are You Listening Radio? <laughs> you need to drop like that. Yeah. Are you listening? Radio. Facts. Hashtag. Um. <laughs> <laughs> if you tuned in right now, sorry to cut you off. If you tuned in right now, you got any questions or anything you just want to comment on, just make sure you add the hashtag. Are you listening so we could be able to find it if you don't add us? All right. And um, you want to, I think you said two questions or three. You wanna, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you have any other questions? Oh, shit. I only asked one question, right? All right. So, um, all right, cool. This is a good one. This is for both of y'all. How do you balance chasing your dreams with also trying to ca- trying to take care of everyday life? Bills, household. Yeesh. Education, if you were in school, like it's tough. Um, I'll speak from my own personal <coughs> experience. Mm. Um, me being a Gemini, and I know people who are listening to this or watching this are not attuned with or don't fancy horoscopes, but when Gemini's get boxed in a corner, you know, then we begin to procrastinate and we don't move ourselves forward. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we like being in a good mood. And the more we're in a good mood, the more we are able to move forward and help others as well as we're helping ourselves. Now, as that pertains to doing that, the more we're in a good mood, the easier it's for us to balance right. everything, you know, going around us, you know. And I think, you know, the questions I asked before about what's the daily mantra, um, the questions you asked about what's the best thing um, about being security, that helps me balance work and home, you know, because after doing a 12 or 13-hour shift, the first thing you want to do is get home and eat, sleep. By the time you're ready to, you know, uh, hit the bed, it's already 12 o'clock and you have to be up in less than, you know, eight hours to get ready for the next day. So I think it's about controlling your mood. For me personally, that helps me balance out everything because the more I'm in a good mood, the more I want to work on things that I want to work on, you know, and... The more I'm in a good mood, is the more that my friends are going to be in a good mood and I could give my friends advice, you know, and doing that. As far as... Lord knows um, I'll be needing it. Uh, me too. Preach. <laughs> uh, Preach yeah. on that. As far as it goes to, like, finances and balancing bills and stuff like that, you know, um, it's tough, you know, because we all nine to fivers and I know a lot of people could relate. And I know that it's, it's, it's hard when you see a schedule and you're expecting 40 hours a week and you'll hit with like 25 or you hit with 30 and you have certain bills you need to pay accordingly. So budgeting is always key. Um, I was about to say time management, but um, 
that would you know mean on your days off what are you doing you no, know no, you could you could apply to the actual job yeah I'm, i was trying to balance that out and relate it to bills you know what i'm saying but um i, I think the key word right here that i'm trying to stress is just balance how you balance yourself you know how you balance your time management you know, mm-hmm. how you balance your money mm-hmm. so you have something for a rainy day how do you balance you know yourself mentally and physically so you're in a good mood you know it's it's just all about balance and it's a fine line you know because life happens you know like being disciplined would be like the best word right yeah well yeah being balanced and being disciplined as well you know which is like i said personally you know, as as me being a male, you know, being black in America and, you know, being a Gemini, you know, it's, it's kind of tough because when we're in a good mood, we're in a great mood and everybody knows it. But when we're in a bad mood, we're in a bad mood and everybody knows it. Yeah. So it's just all about, dum, dum, yeah. Dum. yeah, just yeah. being disciplined and being balanced and knowing, you know, uh, how not to be in your head, yeah. you know, and saying like, all right, I got to do X, Y, and Z because these are the things that really matter or I'm working towards this goal, you know. I know that I can't let this stress, you know, affect affect us, you know. Because even in the last video we did, you know, the introductory, we, you know, we stressed that we tried so many times to even do this and come together, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And even to do this right now, we're still coming up with problems and we're still testing and learning. So it's all about, you know, how you react, you know, to the situation, which you know, you guys have. You guys have taught me. So I guess that's another thing I've learned this year, you know, how to take my friend's advice, you know, and listen to it and stop being so kind of like hard on myself or think that everything has to be so atypically perfect. You know, it's, it's okay for things to mess up. You know, maybe things are designed to mess up for better things to happen, you know. So right. I'm, I'm, still, I'm still learning that, but that's some of the things that you guys have taught me that I'm learning this year. I hope that trademark question that was a great answer man trademark look at you man look at you, look all you, growing look up yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes yeah. <laughs> <sighs> um i'd say um thank you for sharing Lade. it i think when you asked that question it kind of brought me back to college like you had to i mean i had a i had like maybe i was working at the store at the same time where i was working at a studio and i was working at school um, shout out to all my St. John's out there. You know what I'm saying? Got to represent my school. Um, Heard you, college boy. Whatever. Um, I think it was hard for me. Um, it wasn't really much time management. It was more of the um, balance of finances. And that's why I feel like I'm still struggling, which I do want to get better at as time goes along. Because um, there's a lot of things that we all want to do. And we always come down to, oh, we can't do it because of bills or we can't do it because we're kind of short or or you like if there's someone around that you guys have and you don't want to ask that person for, you know, for a couple of bucks and then you feel like, damn, I owe that person. That's why I always put it to myself that I always can do it. You know what I'm saying? I think what I also learned is that I have to I don't have to always rely on people, but it's okay to have like a shoulder to lean on when there's times that are rough like um for any type of situation um but yeah i would say like management when it comes to bills you just gotta stay i learned how to stay very disciplined i have to because i mean if i 
I'm finna have kids one day, I want them to learn the same thing. It's like you gotta stay disciplined no matter what you do. If you love something, go chase it. Don't let it sit on a on the bench like how I felt in high school. Like the coach just sat me there and it's just like, well, I mean, that's his decision and I took his decision and tried to put it into a positive thing, like using my voice for something more than just yelling or just like introducing people and stuff like that like take my talents to south beach or something like you feel like i feel like a lebron james you know what i'm saying but um but yeah um it is i would say it is difficult but it's not um impossible because anything's possible if you have the right mind and right heart and right spirit for it you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. because all these people out here like nipsey hustle and all of them they had a dream and that dream came true for everyone everyone has a dream don't let don't let your dreams um be wasted or if like you protect your dream because there are going to be people out here that's trying to destroy it because they couldn't do it you know what Mm. i'm saying so you have to like really dig in and find what your passion is and always 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 keep that protected because you may have the like for example, they may have a billion dollar company idea, or you may have the number one hit single. Oh, I do. It's oh, coming. I, oh, I know. And I'm oh, waiting for it. And I'm waiting for it's it. It's coming. Or like me, like every like I get hit with, oh, you have amazing voice. Like, why don't you put that into good use? And it's just like sometimes I doubt myself too much. Now you're on a podcast. <laughs> you dig. <laughs> um, <laughs> But um, on a serious note, like, you always got to protect it. If you have an idea, write it down immediately. Because, and then just perfect it, you know what I'm saying? Like, and just keep working at it, you know what I'm saying? Not everything, like Lade says, is going to, is meant to be a certain way. But there is bumps in the road. And you're always going to get hit with those bumps, which is life. And you shouldn't let that stop you from doing what you got to do. So a lot of people that our job are working two or three jobs, you know, so they have to balance. And we know a lot of you listening are doing the same while still trying to get to your dream, you know. Mm-hmm. So good question. Good question. For me, and this is something that I, I feel like everybody should should learn early on, but everybody move at certain paces. And something that I've learned because of this man right here is utilizing your job mm-hmm. now a lot of the times we do between 10 and 13 hours so a lot of the times when you get a break the first thing you want to do is just leave you want to go somewhere else you want to relax maybe take a nap on your break whatever it is and when you go home the first thing that we all want to do is kind of decompress get the job off our mind so I would say for me is just learning learning to utilize the job. When I take my hour, don't just find somewhere to sit and eat. Yeah. Also find somewhere to sit, get your thoughts together, put your ideas down, and even write. And this is something that I've been struggling with for, I want to say, a year. When I, when I first got to the job, when I first met Lade, um, I was finishing up a project. For those who don't know, I am an artist, um, rapper, songwriter, director, all of that, whatever, whatever you want to throw on it. I put an album out, and because of life, I just haven't been able to consistently do anything after that project. Mm-hmm. And the project came out a year ago. So 
it got to the point where every time I got excited, I'm like, yo, and you notice I will come to you, bro, about to record this freestyle, throw it on IG, and he would he would be excited for me. I'm not gonna lie, he'll be excited for me. Then it wouldn't happen, and I couldn't be mad when I would come to him again, and he'd be like, "Bro, you said that last week." I, I could I couldn't even be mad because it was very true. It got to the point to where I was trying so hard to motivate myself, mm-hmm. but because of life and the job and just excuse my language bullshit, just have not been able to do it. Right. Recently, I've been able to get back in a mode. I don't want to speak too much on why. It's very personal. You guys know. Mm. Um, but I've been able to get myself at least back into, you know, the 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 the, the beginning things. process of it. Yeah. I'm writing more. I let him hear a song the other day. Um, Excuse me. Fire. Not gonna say when I'm a. I got you. I got you. Don't worry. I got you. I'm not gonna say when I'm a. Um, Sorry, son. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not gonna say when I'm gonna come back to doing videos on IG, but that's coming very soon. So. I would just say um, when it comes to balancing um, dreams and taking care of everyday life is just learning how to utilize every part of everyday life so you can apply it to your dreams. So, yeah, basically that, man. Um, We got an hour lunch break and 15-minute break, and lately I've just been trying to, you know, use the hour to write, use the 15 to write. So that's what I would say, man. Just learn how to utilize whatever's going on in your life and apply it to your dream yeah and preach on with that i want to add on to that i want to say actually be serious about it you know because a lot of people just talk about it one of the great things about our job is we come across so many talented people and i admire that because that keeps me going you know and at my age you know at times i feel like there's less time for me, you know, but my brothers sitting next to me have told me that I'd still have more time and keep on going. And that's why I'm kind of serious when it comes to certain things and, you know, when certain things need to be done. And when I hear people tell me that they want to do X, Y, and Z and I don't see it, I'm just like, not really like, hmm, doubting them. But it's like Eric Thomas said, how bad do you want it? You know? And shout outs. Um what I'm trying to master is also being a man of my word. Cause at the end of the day, that's all you have. And when you said you're gonna do something, you know, you make sure you do it, you know, and and get it done. And I've been there, you know, um, similar to what Des said, cause people who know me know that I've been you know, up and down with building a brand as far as um, clothing is concerned. And this year I was excited and I was telling everybody at work, hey, I'm doing this, showing everybody, you know, and I've learned to just protect my energy mm-hmm. and to stop telling people that I'm going to do X, Y, and Z and actually do X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. you know. And when you sit back and kind of observe everything, you know, you kind of see, you know, who really sincerely wants you to progress and who is just like, and I don't, I don't even want to call it negative or I don't want to call it like fake love. It's just static. You know, it doesn't belong there. Mm-hmm. You know, people who just talk to you just to see what you're about, you know, ask you how's the music going, but never downloaded a song or album <laughs> or ask you, you know, how's the clothing line 
come in but never gave you an idea for it or never offered a person who can connect you, you know. So these are the things that I'm learning about myself and trying to pay attention to, not only for myself, but I could share with my friends so they could protect their energy, so they could keep on working on their dreams so their dreams could blossom. So that's another thing to pay attention to. If you're listening, I know some people might work at Zara, might work at Express, might work at Whole Foods, might work at Trader Joe's, might work at any sort of retail, but have dreams that they want to do, you know, protect their energy and believe in yourself, you know, and, and, and do everything honestly, do everything from a good heart, you know, don't take any shortcuts, you know, actually mean what you're actually going to say, be careful of who you share your information with, and just keep going. Remember, um, like Nipsey Hussle said, it's a marathon, not a sprint. You know, mm. so, it continues. Man. Yeah, yeah, um, c- continue. I just want to interject with saying that um, to the people tuned in right now, whether you're listening to the audio, tuned in visually, it is retail therapy. But I don't want you to feel like that you can't relate to anything we're saying. We're personally talking about retail therapy because this is our experiences. But no matter what job you work in. If you have a dream, this an, this all can apply to you. Or even everything else we're talking about, no matter what you do for a living, this all can apply to everything that you're doing. Exactly. Yeah, great. I like that. Um, you got, you guys have any more questions? I, uh, I got one more that I really want to ask. Dun, dun, dun. And I want everybody just answer it freely. Okay. What about this bot? What about this bot? Wow. What about this podcast made you want to say, fuck it? And let's just finally do the shit. Um, mm, that's not just about the idea of having a podcast, because I feel like we've all had ideas in the past to do podcasts. Like, but what about this particular collective made y'all want to say fuck it? Let's do it. Lade. Um. Disclaimer. Um, I really don't talk this much. Um, <laughs> it seems like I'm talking a lot right now. I really don't. Facts. Um, I'm normally just in a corner. People are always asking me what's wrong, and I'm like, I'm fine. You know, I'm just, I'm fine. Um, to answer that question, I think a lot of people saw our chemistry. Yeah. And, you know, Des and I had an idea of working together. We wasn't sure of what it was going to be, but we wanted to work together because um, we both have separate failed businesses that we worked in people and we trusted people. And long story short, things never worked out the way we envisioned, you know, and Drew was always our close friend at work. You know, whenever we're going through a situation or a problem and, you know, Des wasn't there, I could always go to Drew and trust him and know that, you know, not only will the stuff be confidential, but know that he meant well and he had a good heart. And what kind of led me to Drew is his spirituality. And I like that because a lot of people are spiritual and they're not religious nowadays days, but it's hard to find a good balance. And I think Drew has a good balance with that. Don't make um, me tear, man. Don't do that. I don't have tissue, so please don't tear. Like, don't, don't, cry, tissue. Yeah. don't cry, don't cry, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Too late. Um, I think with that, yeah, and we're all artists at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that 
um, art form, in a sense, gets overlooked because it's so oversaturated, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I think with that being said, you know, also we're in all do or die situations regarding to our life personally, you know, mm-hmm. and we really have nothing to lose right now but to give this a try and see how far we can go, you know. I don't, I don't I don't know what else to say. So about basically that. we need this shit, so make sure y'all tune in. I don't need <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna hold y'all. I'm sorry to interrupt, <laughs> but I ain't gonna hold y'all. You ever you, you ever seen those pictures when they have like um those people covering their mouths like I don't speak no evil, I don't hear no evil. See no evil, hear no evil. I feel like that's us, but we are the complete opposite. I see the truth. Like me for as an artist, I am a photographer. Um, I use my eyes to see things. La Day, when it comes to music, he has the ear for it, and for Desmond, you have the you have the mouth for it. Pause. But you know what? <laughs> Big pause. <laughs> don't 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 throw that. You you have you have you have like you can vocals. use your voice. You yeah, know what I'm vocal. saying? You have the voice for it, and that's Appreciate why I see that. like. You hear the truth. I see the truth. And I you speak, speak the, the truth. truth. You know what I'm saying? Tra- trademark, trademark. I'm dropping, see, I'm dropping gems in this joint. Hey. Well, happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we lit. You know what I'm saying? Um, oh, that was really. That, that, oh. it, it's crazy because it's like a lot of people. I think that's what society wants us to do within that in those pictures. Like they want us to not see the truth. They don't want us mm-hmm. to hear the truth, and they don't want us Definitely to believe the truth. You know what I'm saying? And I think the reason why this broadcast we all came together with is because I believe that society deserves the truth. Mm. <clears throat> Are you listening? You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to get too preachy, and it's coming from my mom's side. Love you, mama. Um, it's just <laughs> that it's been too long for people like us. Or brothers like us that we have great ideas and some of them don't put their best foot forward and I think it's finally time that I realize there are people just like me no matter the problems we have are the same or we have the same type of humor or anything like that we all have one goal and that goal is to be free Yeah. and I mm-hmm. think this platform that we have right now is helping people to realize that this is freedom. Mm. Speak your truth. See mm. your truth. And believe in your truth. And let it be known. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to hold y'all. I am very tired of not speaking my truth or letting myself be myself. Yeah. Like, I want people. I want the young kids. I want society. I want everyone to believe in themselves because at the end of the day, if you're not going to do it, who is? Yeah. Because too many people say, oh, I believe in you, but how many of those really believe? Mm-hmm. I wish I had that Sam Cooke song, like, just in cue. It's been a long time coming. Yeah. But the change going to come. And so, I can't sing, so I'm not singing it. It's been long. I ain't going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, no, nah, seriously, I think that I believe in this podcast for a lot of reasons. But I'm just glad I'm doing it with you guys because y'all see truth in me as I see truth in y'all yeah and to piggyback what you say it's important for people to follow their truth and not try to switch their truth 
to fit in a certain box or to fit in a certain group, which we see every single day. We see it in society. We see it at our job. We even see it within some of our families, you know, mm-hmm. for the truth, you know. And for me personally, people call me weird. People call me an asshole. Some people might call me rude and disrespectful or have a mean, you know, um, a mean look or a mean persona to me or whatever. But those who know me know the truth, you know, and I'm going to always be truthful. Like, I don't believe in faking a funk. I don't believe in lying. I believe in keeping it real, speaking my mind. And I'm thankful for my parents putting those basic principles, you know, in me. Yeah. You know, so I'm going to live my truth, you know, and what I know my truth to be is to inspire and to help people. Mm-hmm. And however I got to do those two is however I'm going to do it, you know. And I think a lot of people do not know their truth because they don't know who they are as a person. Exactly. You know, and that's why we have so much confusion within society, you know, and that kind of affects them within the, the job. That's why when they exit the job, they still take the job home with them. And they can't leave it at home. You know, that's why when they stress at a job from Monday, they bring Monday's garbage into Tuesday's garbage. You know, and they can't let that go. Mm -hmm. So when Friday comes and it's time for recycling, you know, Mm. you have so much garbage. Mm. You know, how how, are you going to clean yourself? How are you going to clean your energy? How are you going to clean the room around you when you're so consumed with garbage, you know, and Mm -hmm. you don't know who who you are as a person? So... Clean the garbage out daily, man. Yeah, daily, daily. So I think that that hinders people's truth as well because they don't know who they are and they hold it on to so much stuff in the past, baggage that they haven't released. So mm. I like that answer. Definitely like that. For me, um, I'm going to just be very blunt. It's not going to be super intricate like these two guys. I'm tired of not being active. That's that's really it. Um, that's a great answer, though. Um, I'm just tired of not being active. I'm tired of not having that great thing to look forward to. I'm tired of shit just not fucking working out. Yes, I'm going to curse a lot right now. It's very passionate about what I'm talking about. So what? Fuck it. I'm tired of shit not fucking working out. Um, I'm tired of going home every night and just wondering what the fuck is going to happen tomorrow. Mm. I'm tired of just being... I'm tired of letting other things affect my motivation. So... Mm. It got to the point. <clears throat> it got to the point to where when we talked about this, I don't know if y'all can remember. Remember, there was not even a hesitation. It was like we was gonna do this, even even though it was trouble starting the very first episode and whatever situation it was. It's just I'm tired of not being active. I'm tired of talking about shit and not having it happen. I'm sick and tired of linking up with people who don't match your motivation or determination, and I'm tired of being around people. Who constantly just talk about shit. And this is something hard to admit. But I found myself doing that. I became one of those people. Mm-hmm. I was just constantly talking about what I was going to do. Constantly talking about it. I would come to you and talk about it. I would come to you to t- and talk about it. Feel me? Um, I would go home and talk about it. I would just constantly talk, talk, talk. In a sense to kind of make give myself the illusion. To make me feel like I'm doing something. Because I'm at least talking about doing something. Yeah. But I just never did the shit. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point to where 
even though I had every excuse and still have every excuse in the book, it I'm just tired of letting the excuses take over shit. I'm tired of I'm gonna just keep repeating myself. I'm just tired of not doing shit, tired of not being active, man. So when this idea came and not saying that to do a podcast is simple because it does take a whole lot of work, takes a whole lot of planning, and it just takes a lot with anything that you want to, you know, to be at a certain level in life. But yeah, I just I'm just tired, man. I'm just tired, and not to get too sentimental because this is the first fucking episode. But I am thankful for this podcast. It's giving me the motivation not to get up and just actually do something other than go to fucking work and come home and pay bills and shit. Like I said earlier, I'm motivated. I'm writing more. I'm I'm doing research um for this shit more. I'm watching more podcasts, podcasts that I probably would have never touched before, just to gain knowledge. Mm. So, yeah, man, for me, that's why I just said, fuck it, let's do it. I'm I'm just tired. I'm tired and I refuse to just, I refuse to just be one of them people that gets to 80 and sit there and says to themselves, like, damn, what if this shit would have worked out? What if I would have stopped talking about this and actually did it? Right. I I know, shout out to all of y'all, but I, I know way too many people who do that. I know way too many people Who's comfortable just because they have a high position at a at a job. They might have been there for 10, 20 years and they kind of can do whatever they want there. So it just became their normal. Is they're comfortable with it. I refuse to do that. I don't wanna I don't wanna become comfortable helping someone else establish and maintain their dreams Got if it. I'm not gonna benefit from it. Right. Yeah, well said. Well, well, well said. I mean, well, well said. You say you didn't want to get deep, but I felt like you went deep. Yeah, so you was preaching more than I was. Preacher Diz. Reverend Bonet. I'm just tired, man. Like, yeah. Nah, and, and I honestly think that the both of us, all three of us, are tired. That's a fact. With the same old stuff and the old stuff. Like, um, I feel the cut you off. Like, I don't uh, care if people know. I'm 28, bro. I'm 28. My birthday is September 9th. I'm about to be turning up. You understand what I'm saying? And yeah. 30 is right around the corner. By the time I know it, I'm gonna be 35. So, for me personally, it's, thanks for the it's, warning. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Jess. I'm weak. I'm dead. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Listen, I'm gonna reverse, be reverse. <laughs> can I? Can I? Can we start this over? No. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna be 29 September 9th. Amen. And I'm right. I'm right behind you. I, I wake sense. up every day, and to piggyback off of what you said earlier, sometimes I feel like I don't have a lot of time. And I remember saying that to you. You came up me to. You came up to me one day, like, bro, like, just write, just put the videos out. If you if you can't really go to the studio right now, just. Just do the freestyle videos. And I would tell him, like, it got to the point to where I was telling people I was done. You will never get music from me again. It's too late for me. It's not going to happen. I tried. Shit didn't work. It got to the point where that was my thought process. So, are you listening? W-A-Y-L. Um, I probably said that wrong. I feel like I said that wrong. Radio. W-A-Y-L. Radio. I said it right then. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just grateful for this shit, bro. I'm just grateful for this shit, man. And I'm going to just, before we just end this, um, or if we're close to it, I just wanted to say, like, I think I understand where, I don't, I'm not going to say I understand you guys, because 
different ages wise. But I think the reason why I say I'm old is the reason because Oh no, you definitely old. Shut up. <laughs> you know what? Ain't no one asked your ass. Um, I just think that as like I don't know why this it doesn't in, in a, when I say bother, I don't mean it like in a bad way. I mean this in the most craziest way because Desmond once said that he's I am one of the most wise kids or young men that he has ever met at a 25 year old. But the thing is, is like when I get like when I'm tired, I really feel like a 64 year old. Like my knees start to my knees just start to um, crack and shit like that. But I know I mean it as a joke. I mean it as a joke, but it's just like, I hear y'all, like, I'm tired. Like, standing almost eight hours to 12 hours is annoying. But it's just like, at the end of the day, I can't do that no more. I don't think any of us can do that anymore. I think it's um, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. And that deep voice. That's it. No. <laughs> um, I know we touched on a lot of things on this um po- first podcast. However, I just want to clarify, or better yet, ask this question. Um. Um, what do you think? people could do who's working retail or working a a nine to five could do so they could de-stress so they won't be in this um, state of mind so they won't feel like they're stressed. Um, What are some of the things that you think that people could do so they could unwind and they won't feel that stressed out as they um, currently are. You know, I know there are different things that um, we could do, but what do you think um, people could do so they could unwind, you know, outside of um, prayer, outside of mantras, outside of everything else? Um, I'll, I'll go first if y'all don't mind. Um, we good? What happened? Got it. Good? No, I'm not good. You touched something, Drew. Yeah, we're good. We're good. One okay. moment later. We're good. We're good. Got it. All right, we good. Um, one of the things I would say is just basically kind of something we've been talking about through the whole show, and I would personally just say just find something that you really love outside of work. And kind of give yourself a routine after work Other than, you know Other than focusing on going home And going straight to sleep Just kind of kind of give yourself a goal I guess I would kind of say All right. Kind of give yourself a goal That way you're not so consumed with You know, someone else's work As I like to put it Yeah, right um, I would say if you don't If you don't pray And you don't meditate You know, at least make sure that you're going to the gym um, for starters also please watch and I know people feel a certain type of way everybody has different beliefs but for me personally 
I just want to stress, please watch what you eat because what you eat creates your mood. You know, if you're putting bad things in your system 24-7, most likely you're going to feel bad. You're going to be depressed. You're going to be stressed. You're going to be feeling like, you know, you're going to feel heavy, you know. But when you eat certain things that's kind of uplifting to your body, depending on your blood type, etc., you know, you, you start feeling better. You know, you start you start producing um, better energy, shall I say. And make sure you have somebody to talk to. You know, that's important. If you can't talk to your family, you can't talk to your close friends, mm -hmm. talk to a stranger or get a therapist. There's nothing wrong with doing any of that, you know. So just don't leave your emotions or how you feel bottled in. Right. Drew, you have anything to add? Um, I guess just um, reiterate what I say. Just stay true to yourself because um, this is a scary world that we all live in. Right. But the fact is, we're all in it together. Yeah. And there shouldn't be no reason why we shouldn't be helping each other. Mm. That's you know what I'm fact. saying? Because, like, each of us have um unique <coughs> sense of some way to tell the truth or help someone out. Whether it's giving them, like, a, a encouragement or something to help lift their spirits. Because you don't know what that person's going through. You know what I'm saying? So, just always... Um, be there and like like the show is called are you listening listen to what people have to say because mm. at the end of the day things can happen and things can just be taken away opportunities can be taken away um, the things that we love can be t taken away I'm just very glad and very grateful that I have a voice to use and I'm very grateful that for these um, two gentlemen right here men of God should I say um, I'm trying to be try harder um <laughs> um but seriously but um nah if it weren't for these guys um and the journey that they put me on and um i also learned from them i wouldn't even be here um and the family members that i know and love the things that they taught me um the special people that i learned from and the gems that i use you know what i'm saying People give us gems. It's just a matter of which gems to use in a certain situation. And some gems that you've been using for years just may need a little touch-up. You know what I'm saying? Everyone's a diamond. Got to just find mm. that one specific one. Yeah, you know what I'm true. saying? So it's just be very, very mindful and careful yeah. of your energy. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And if you're going through a trial, a tribulation, just know that you're going to overcome it you're gonna get through it you know i think your belief system dictates everything within the mind body and soul so just believe that you're gonna get over the situation believe that your problems are not permanent they're temporary and you can get through them yeah. right yeah, does you want to close this out um before i close this out i just want to say super excited this is the first fucking episode. Word so up. can we, you know. Yeah.
join us on this journey. Stay with us on this journey. Facts. So you can, you know, witness the progression. It's gonna start off a little slow. We gotta, you know, this this, this is new for us. We just gotta get more comfortable. But stay with us. I promise you. Um, every episode is gonna get better than the last. And I'm excited, man. I'm excited. So one more, one more. Yeah. One more, man. For all my social media people out there, man, you can follow the Instagram for this podcast. It's going to be W-A-Y-L Radio. One more time. At W-A-Y-L Radio. That mm. is the official Instagram page for Are You Listening Podcast. Um, The YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash. Well, the link will be in the bio. So you can see everything. It's also titled W-A-Y-L Radio as well. Um, follow the link in the bio because it's hard to search in since we don't have that much subscribers yet and we're still building. Yeah. So it's going to be hard to find. So the easiest way to find it is to add us on Instagram mm -hmm. and then click the link in the bio. And one more thing. Um, if you ever have any questions, just hit us up on the um, Are You Listening uh, radio at gmail.com if you ever have any questions or if you want to um, personally hit us up um, we'll give it out um, mine's at uh, 10 drew 94 mine's at take it easy tiger ny at gmail mine is at what are we doing on instagram or the gmail whatever way that they can contact you could just you. hit me up on ig at desmond bonet d-e-s-m-o-n-d-b-o-n-e-t word up yeah that's it we did it y'all we appreciate y'all, man. Please stay tuning in. Once again, I am Desmond Bonet. I am Lade. I am Drew. And this was the official first installment of our You Listening Radio. Radio. We appreciate y'all, man. Thank you. Are you, you listening? One. I go back to the Bronx now. Boo. <laughs> <laughs>